John, which part that you fell asleep to is your favorite? Oh my god, what have I done? Eggs Benedict Cumberbatch. Who the fuck is singing? Yeah, again, I don't know why I'm defending any of this. Okay, so I was right. Suck it, Zach. Love I it. will I fucking end you. <laughs> oh no, and this is the crazy thing about balls. Like, the more... The more <laughs> Hello, everybody, and welcome to a bonus episode of Middle of the Road, the podcast. Um, ben and I are going to discuss the James Cameron produced and written Robert Rodriguez directed adaptation of the manga Alita Battle Angel. Ben, are you familiar? Do you, have you read the books? Are you aware? Was it an anime series? What? Was so, tell me it. so it was originally a manga series. I don't know a whole lot mm-hmm. about it, but it was made into... I believe it was early 90s, back when kind of like uh, anime being ported into America, like v- through VHS, uh, they made the mm-hmm. OVAs, the original video animations, which they could smell that sell in smaller chunks, it would make more money. Mm-hmm. Uh, Alita Battle Angel, I think only had, well, I think it was called Battle Angel Alita. It had two mm-hmm. episodes, and it never really like concluded. Okay. The the manga I think actually has a complete is like a complete story, but the anime uh, that I think that's what James Cameron saw and was like holy shit, mm-hmm. it wasn't super popular in Japan, but it really picked mm-hmm. up in America. Interesting. And then I think Cam- you, you you were exposed to those before you saw this movie. Yeah, bits and pieces. Like I mean, um, yeah. yeah, yeah. So I knew what it okay. was. Like when Cameron mm-hmm. when I first heard Cameron was working on it, I'm like cool. Yeah, I remember getting excited just on the premise. I I, I had no connection to the source material. Um, but when it was announced that he wanted this to be his next movie post-Avatar, um, I was very excited. I thought it was a cool-sounding premise. And I was a little bummed when he handed over to Robert Rodriguez. Uh, not because I don't like Robert Rodriguez's movies, but... I I was He's a different kind of director. Yeah. Yeah, I was very curious if he it would it felt like it would be a different kind of movie for sure. But I actually think Robert Rodriguez does a pretty great uh James Cameron impersonation here. Um I guess I should summarize the movie a little bit before we go any further. The premise is uh, what are they? They call them cyborgs in this world, right? Yeah. A cyborg yeah. doctor, I guess for lack of a better term, uh repairman type of guy uh finds this finds a cyborg's core um so that's basically like a head and a chest more or less in a junkyard of the trash that falls from this last great city uh that survived the fall 300 years ago which apparently was a giant war and all the other floating cities fell out of the sky and we discover it was between but yeah earth and mars um and not but it wasn't not Martian alien, Martian... Like, uh, humans colonize other planets, it sounds like. Yes. Yeah. And the when she wakes up, she has amnesia, and she slowly discovers who she is as she navigates this world of the Iron City. And, um, I mean, it, it, it's fairly similar, you know, familiar sci-fi trappings. But it, at its core, it's a big action movie mixed with, I mean... Sadly, as the biggest critique you can hold it to the movie, it is also at its core a romance. 
I say sadly because the romantic male lead is horrendous. Absolute and is garbage. One of the worst things I've seen in a movie in a long time. I will I will say the first like two scenes where he's like introduced where like you're kind of learning about the world. He's tolerable, and I was just like, I don't. I don't, I don't know. And I was, I was out like, from the get go, and I was just like, "What's he, Zach talking about? He's not that bad." And then, like, the third <laughs> scene, I'm like, "Oh no!" I could not <laughs> buy him as like, "Hey, I'm a tough guy on a motorcycle." <laughs> like, I I was out from the get go with him, and um, while while I understand, um, while I buy Alita's arc of being so first i mean literal love at first sight in this movie i felt it felt it it didn't feel like nothing about that romance worked for me but i think that solely falls on sadly i think it only i reviewed it for the site sadly i think that solely falls on the actor not being able to sell this character at all i think that love at first sight romance and like hey we're rooting for this down on it i don't know i think i could have bought it if i was more charmed by the actor playing the character but he i think he i think not. it would have been terrible either way but it was interesting like i, th- I think i, I don't think know that's what i'm saying though acting, if you, if acting, you like, like that kid i don't know i mean maybe you can roll with him being an absolutely like terrible even if the actor the was character. great i would have been like mediocre maybe like mm. almost passable but yeah we did not have a great actor. <laughs> I mean, we're tacking this horrendous element of this movie head on to start off this conversation. But I'm going to say with regardless of that, I think this is a pretty damn good movie that I look forward to owning and watching in glorious 4K for many years to come. It is very much a Zack movie in that it fits in, like I really enjoyed Mortal Engines last year. It, it, Jupiter Ascending big what's what's your comparison between between those two and this like because i've just they're big sci-fi ideas i mean mortal engines is is post-apocalyptic beautiful has some amazing imagery and action going on in it and i don't think we see cyberpunk done as well as it as it could be and i think alita Mm -hmm. to me is at least one of the first movies that that has so, done yeah, you that didn't, very I, you well. You didn't tell me we were we were commiserating over text about the things that we really liked in this movie. But how did you feel about the movie overall? I thought it was great. Um, I think yeah. there are there are like one or two, not one or two, but there are a few story beats throughout that feel a little not not completely unbelievable. But I I definitely stretched my suspension of disbelief in this movie mm-hmm. uh, farther than I than I'd like to. Mm-hmm. But for the most part it's like the i think the story itself was usually just fine too really good if the action in this movie had been like really good i'd have given this movie like a three or three and a half but this Mm -hmm. the action in alita battle angel is incredible so i i think Mm -hmm. i gave it I think I gave it the same rating you did, a uh, four yeah. four stars. Yeah, I'm a solid B plus on this yeah, movie. Yeah, the film is very basic, but that is clearly intentional. It's it's basic in the way that Avatar is a basic story. Yeah, where, I, mean, I feel like, and it, it it's it's just to be accessible. It's Cameron wanting, and he wrote the movie along with someone else. And the thing is, like Alita Battle Angel or Battle Angel Alita, I think is one of the first like cyberpunk manga series that really like inspired a lot of other cyberpunk stuff. 
So mm-hmm. so when we when we do look at it as kind of basic, I think it was also for its time. Yeah, it was like a pioneering thing at in its time. Mm-hmm. Like I I don't have much connection to that world as much as you do and I mean, it's taking it, in that kind of It's definitely stories. not it's not the landmark that like Akira was, but it, it definitely yeah. it's it's left it's left its impressions on a lot of a lot of people and a lot of mm-hmm. a lot of very talented people who have made a lot of films and and games mm-hmm. and series because of it yeah yeah well i guess we we'll we'll, we'll have a spoiler not slash non-spoiler section of this so um i think we both summed it up pretty well that we both would recommend this movie knowing going in i think you might even enjoy the movie more going in knowing just how terrible the romance is going to be the male side of the romance is going to be like i said i kind of roll i rolled with alita side of it i bought her version of why she was acting the way she was but it sounds like ben was a little yeah. less on board with that it's like and i th- for me too i think it's like the way the way it goes like the, the plot it's it's structure um like you said, it's pretty basic, and I think if you have that in your head before going into, like you have this heads up where it's like, story is fine. Don't expect mm-hmm. that to wow you. What you want to wow you is the action, which yeah. will. Like, it will. Yeah. If you do not like the action in this movie, there is something wrong with you. Don't watch action movies. Um, I, I mean, I wish this was a three-hour movie. Almost. Like, I would have loved to gotten more details on the di- – what's his name? Dyson. Dyson. Dyson is it's Dyson, like Edo, Edo Edo Dyson or something yeah. or yeah Dyson Edo which is played by Christoph Waltz and he his ex-wife is kind of a bad guyish person uh it's a uh, Chiron Chiron played by Jennifer Connelly and then she's working like, with uh what is it Vector Vector, Vector and it's uh, who is Marshall also Ali. a bad guy which who is a cyborg I guess is he a cyborg I guess because uh... he can be I mean, he's, at least part he's of able it to be is, overtaken. Yeah. He's not. By... He's not like a super. He's not like a super bot, but he definitely has. He yeah, still has he, some stuff, right? Yeah. He's 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 connected to the cloud. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> that's, he. That's a good way of putting uh, but, it. But we kind of just we get enough details, and all the actors are good enough to sell us on the world behind it. Like I would have loved to gotten a little bit more background on the hunter killer people, but I I got yeah, enough yeah. that I was engaged and interested every time they showed up on screen. I think the cast does a really great job, outside of Keenan Johnson who plays the Hugo the love interest. I, I think from Rosa Salazar is actually amazing. You can't look away from her, even not just because of her giant CGI which, created eyes, which I was it's, very worried about. Like those eyes in the trailer felt like a deep dive into the uncanny valley but uh i think like after the first scene it's like you really it doesn't it's no No, it's not jarring like at all she's a compelling actress with you have great empathy she's so empathetic and you can just ride a lot right along with her you don't doubt her her ass kicking nature any point during the movie and also but i think she does it like she's not she doesn't feel like oh we just we we took this dude role and gave made it a woman like there's no, it's clearly she, there's a, a femininity it's, it's, to yeah. the role and yeah. the way she does it that is compelling as well yeah I just I really was on board with Alita the character throughout and even though we got the two hour version and it's mostly focused on her I totally rolled with that and. Like I said, it, it's a bummer that the romance didn't work, but um, yeah. It's good everything else did, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I think if you want a non-spoiler take, Ben and I would both 
easily push you to the theater to go see this, especially if you're a, band of, a fan of big, flashy sci-fi action movies. This is definitely fits that bill. And I think it has some of the best action I've seen in a movie in a while. All the fights and... It, it takes about 30 minutes to get the ball rolling, but once it does, it doesn't really stop. One thing that I was thinking about when I was watching it, too, is like I'm usually not big on, on CGI... Like a, a character, mm-hmm. a, one character who's not CGI and one character who, who is. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the movie did a really good job of, for the most part, just putting Alita against other characters who were, who were CG characters. So it never looked out of place. Well, I think they do a great job of balancing it. Yeah, like, they do. I mean, you, it's, yeah. yeah. And like, the special I mean, there's effects a scene, The best action scene in the movie is her fighting a bunch of real people, you know, with a couple... You know, additions of CGI on top of them. Yeah. So, um, apparently the there's a what's the game called? Roller? It's not rollerball. Motorball. Motor. Motorball. That was my favorite action sequence. Like that. I mean, that is an all CGI sequence, and it's freaking incredible. It looks great, and it's at the (laughs) end of the movie, so you're already you've bought into the look of the movie. So there's no. You don't have to get over any hurdles with your the visuals at that point. You're you're either in or you're out already, and you can just roll with how great it looks. My my favorite my favorite battle is probably the one the underground one that yes yes that, that was holy quite shit. Good. <laughs> um, yeah, and it went a place that I wasn't expecting to, and I really appreciated that as well. Um, but yeah, so go see Alita if you have any interest in it and actually i think it could win over a lot of people that don't have interest in it in the way that it it does have that james cameron knack of being a movie that anybody can enjoy enjoy even if it is a does exist in this big weird cgi filled sci-fi world that i wish we got even more of and i hope this movie is successful so we get another a sequ- Whether yeah, it's another a sequel or a prequel, a prequel or actually could be really yeah. exciting for this movie. Um, I would also say that this is the this is one of the three movies I've seen in 3D that mm-hmm. I would actually recommend seeing in 3D. Yeah, it looked fantastic. Yeah. I, I actually got to see like, it in 3D as well, that, and it looked phenomenal. Yeah, yeah, like so, like the first like Avatar, Doctor Strange, and Battle Angel Alita are the only ones where I've actually paid <laughs> for 3D and thought it was worth it. So this is this is <laughs> if you can see it in 3D see it in 3d that that's saying something coming from ben that'll do it for non-spoilers so run away because it's spoilers for alita battle angel from here on out so spoilers sure spoilers 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 all the spoilers spoilers yeah i think where this movie really took it up a night like where i was just like oh was when it we get our first flashback to her past and it is like we're seeing her in the midst of a giant moon battle battle (laughs) on the moon and it's just like holy shit and then yeah this is this is way more sci-fi than i thought (laughs) yeah we we only get a couple uh, maybe a minute or two of this fight but I was like, holy crap, please show me the full 15-minute action scene version of that yeah, going on. Yeah, it was on. crazy, yeah. As there's a bunch of these battle angels running around fighting. I guess she, she's a Mar- She's from the Martian tech attacking Earth. Yeah. yeah that was yeah. like kind of mind-blowing little moment. And I, I just 
I that's where I would love a prequel, not just for that, but all the I think all the little flashes we get are really interesting and engaging, and this the a sequel definitely would allow for them to show a lot of the past as that gains more clarity, especially since a lot of the flashbacks deal with why they're attacking Earth and the bad guy that she's supposed to eliminate. What's that guy's name, Ben? Uh, um, the, no, apparently Nova? Edward Norton plays Yeah, I, so yeah. <laughs> I gotta say, you told me it's like, you, it's somebody. Like, you didn't know who, but it was somebody. <laughs> and when I first saw him with the glasses for a second, I was like, he kind of looks like James Cameron. No, no way it's James Cameron in, in this weird movie. Like, it's not him. And then when he took the glasses off, I'm like, oh, oh, cool. Yeah, I'm excited for that. It's like the it's like when Johnny Depp showed up at the end of um, Fantastic Beasts. Like, that is a villain I'm excited to see more of, you know? Yeah. Although I didn't. I didn't like the last Fantastic Beast, but <laughs> but it left that it left my excitement very high at the end of the first one. So I mean, this movie definitely tells a complete story. I wouldn't I wouldn't say that. Like I I mean, when it gets to the end, I mean, it sets up what's next. Uh, yeah, Alita is has found herself, discovered herself, had an experience, yeah. lost her uh, boyfriend. Thank fucking Christ. Yeah. After like, how many times did they save him? I was just like, stop it, stop it. Let him. I was so frustrated that they saved him with his little. Though it was cool that they they literally chopped his head off and then yeah, put it in his heart or whatever. Hooked his veins up to her heart to keep him alive. That was. There was a lot of really gonzo imagery like that. That was very subtle. I didn't. I didn't like the when she handed him her heart. I was like, okay, that's a little. uh. (laughs) But see, that's why I kind of rolled with her. Like she is so. She was so just. That was her. Like I bought it. Naive, I could I roll guess, with her. Yeah. yeah. Um, but um, other. Speaking of other weird imagery, uh, I love that the reveal of Jennifer Connelly's body. Yeah. What the harvest. fuck? Like, <laughs> like that was like. How was that in this movie? Like a PG thirteen, and the eyes were like still alert and moving. Uh, like was her brain still? I don't know. Probably. It was fucked up. Um, there was some nightmare fuel yeah, that flashed dude. on screen for like two seconds at the end of the movie. I also. Um, I also, I loved uh, Jackie Earl Haley as, uh, what was the guy's name? Yeah, I didn't realize that was him until after the movie. I I could tell it was by voice. I was like, oh, snap. Um, Yeah. Gruishka uh, is his name. Yeah. Gruishka. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. He he was, so apparently, I'm looking it up now, apparently he was based on a character from the OVA. Like the anime, not not the original manga. That's cool. So it was an it wasn't just an adaptation, it was like its own take spin on the thing. That's interesting. Yeah, it added its own stuff to it. Um but I think okay. it mostly followed the same. Again, I could be wrong, I, but from what I've from what I've been told and what I've seen it it mostly follows the same the same structure mm-hmm. for the most part. Got it. Also, credit to them to not killing off Christoph Waltz. Like I I thought he was going to die more than a couple of times and I really I'm really <laughs> glad they didn't cuz he had a giant rocket yes! hammer thing, so I mean, he was fucking. It was terrible. very hard to kill him. <laughs> he was terrible with it, but oh my god, it was so cool. Also, like I was telling you, I think I was texting you last night. The uh, I thought to myself as she's in the bar, I'm like, she's like the robot cyborg John Wick, and then <laughs> and then Grishka just kills her dog, and it's like, oh yeah, she is John Wick. 
that she, dog i did not see that coming yeah. i was like oh so that's dog blood on her face yeah <laughs> and i felt bad like what am i when she when she did that i was like oh lauren's gonna be so mad if she yeah. sees this movie <laughs> i don't know why didn't she save her come on alita save the dog yeah she saved Stand her she you. saved it before maybe she was like this time you need to fend for yourself it's like you should have done that with what's his face like let him I mean, it was always, it was only there to get the robot dogs to help out later, but, um. <laughs> Which, by the way, amazing. Wasn't that like a, that's a comedian, isn't it? The guy, I don't remember his name. I swear, I've seen him. Oh no, maybe not a. You don't. Who is Do you remember the, who the character's name was? I'm, lo- I'm looking it up right now. Uh. Yeah, it's Jeff, it's Jeff Fahey. Yeah. Who's Ka- who was Casper Van Dien in this movie? He's not a comedian. Who, what do I know him from? I knew that oh, wasn't Mark? Casper Van Dien, but I was curious. Who maybe he was, he was in the one movie. of the motorball guys. Maybe I don't know. Jai Courtney was one for. Two yeah, seconds. again, I was like, maybe he's just a big fan. He was like pulled all the strings he could to just have that little all snippet. Right. So Jeff Fahey was on a few seasons of Lost. That's what I recognized him from. Uh, I didn't. I know him from something. I mean, I never finished Lost, mm-hmm. so it's not that. <laughs> he was like in season four and five of Lost, I think. I did not uh, get that far. Let's see. He was in a Machete movie? He was in yes! Yeah! That's what it is. And Planetary. He was, yeah. So uh, both are Rodriguez movies, aren't they? Yes. Yeah, that makes both sense. Both Rodriguez movies. One of his guys, I guess. Yep. That fight you were referencing that jeff fahey shows up in and it's uh alita loses her gets loses her and then just punches him in the eye oh my god oh yeah that was great (laughs) uh, part of me was like this is stupid but part of me is also like this is amazing oh yeah i love her grit and resolve and like she's like you know what fuck you i'm still gonna mess you up (laughs) (laughs) down half of all her limbs and half her torso like shit <laughs> i love the first scene with the new her her actual armor or whatever the the body the armor, armor that she's actually yeah. made for and the way it synthesizes with her. like that was just some amazing little it just quietly lets you see all of this happen and you kind of take it all in um, yeah although i gotta say i like the way the other body looked the white like that kind of it almost yeah. looked like bone i thought that yeah. was really cool yeah, like we could have used a little bit more backstory to like care about the the connection to that a little bit. And I thought the like, yeah, and I thought the death of the daughter was kind of was a little silly. Yeah. Like, but again, it's like like again, it it was kind of cheesy, but it wasn't with it with everything else going like, on. You, I was totally okay. Like, I was on this yeah. movie's this movie's wavelength, and I was just so cool with it. But if you if you get that stuff to work a little better, the the fact that Walt's Waltz's Dyson Ido doctor guy is just so becomes such a paternal figure so goddamn fast with her, like it feels a little rushed. But it's but like you can I tell it's because it's like yeah, it's it's his daughter's body. I mean, and his it's daughter's there, name. But I didn't I didn't feel it though. Like I get that it's there, but I didn't feel it as I felt like they could have made that work a little bit better. You know? I think their um, connection for the most part, I was like I felt was fine. I was I fine it was with like the connection. I thought it was a little weird like day two. Didn't I tell you not to like to come back after dark? Yeah. It's like, come on man, this we're we're moving a little fast here. Relax. Yeah. <laughs> um I also Ed Screen um Scrine plays um the, yeah. the, the, 
Uh, he plays the bad, the biggest, Z- the Zapan, bad guy, Zapan hunter killer something? dude, Zapan. Yeah. Um, one, the CGI was, I mean, all we get from him is his face. Basically, his face is cut off. The CGI work is incredible on him. Yeah. Um, like, you don't doubt that he's, like, this real walking, like, it looks yeah, amazing. Yeah, him, him, uh, Jack Earl Haley, and, uh, Isa and Gonzalez, who I could also recognize. I was like, oh, snap, that's the girl from Baby Driver, uh, as the <laughs> who has, assassin. She might have the most brutal death in the movie. And she um, doesn't have but... hands. How does that work? Like, what do you do? <laughs> like, that sounds like a terrible way to live. It's like, cool, you're good at fighting, but can you do... I don't know anything else. <laughs> like, oh um, man, that's just bad. Like, <laughs> but uh, but Skrain does an amazing job of being this cocky bad. Like, you buy he is yeah. a little a stereotypical bad guy, but he brought so much to the part to differentiate him and give him his own personality. Yeah. I think that's kind of where I was coming with Hugo. Like, you know, Zapan could is, could be this basic bad guy in the wrong hands but it was elevated by the actor where hugo i think could have had the same thing been elevated by a better actor in the role yeah and one of my favorite design choices for sapon was like he had so he had like the little bit of human hair on his head but then Mm. he had like the metal like goatee on the human face (laughs) i just thought that was like like a really cool like switch kind of thing i i like that a lot weta digital all the props. Yeah, like so many cool designs and all these characters. Um, mm-hmm. I still don't understand why extendable fingers are such a deadly weapon, but <laughs> hey, man, you do you. That was that was still really cool. Like, oh, I'm I really enjoyed the movie. I've kept on thinking about it. I can't wait wait to see it again, and I hope they make more. So, I don't know what more you can really ask for from a movie. And um, yeah, it's like tweak the story slightly. Ben, you already got rid of Hugo, so yeah. yeah. Oh my God. Uh, unless so, I mean, unless he shows up in like the last ha- the last act of the new uh, one, or it's like surprise, he's still alive. Oh no. He fell from so far. He's yeah, but so did she. Right. Like you know, who knows? Yeah, maybe she rode a wave of trash. You're just really hoping I, Hugo stays dead, and I'm like, another, I don't know. Like, another inter- <laughs> Well, I'm hoping they rewrote the movie to kill him because. They, they, <laughs> They killed. They killed him so quickly after going through so many backflips to save him. It it seems yeah. like it might have been a late change. Like maybe they realized, hey, we gotta get rid of this guy. I also what I also appreciated was the way they actually killed him with like the spinning blade on the on the the tube was the mm-hmm. same thing that like caused her you know her friend to get slaughtered yeah. and all that. I, I thought that was very cool. Anything else you want to praise about Alita Bad Angel or not praise or? Uh, good. I think go I think it. I've summed it up. Yeah, yeah. Go see it for sure. Okay. I agree. So yeah, thanks for listening to this bonus episode. Usually don't do a big old sign off like usual. You can find us at middleofrow.com on Twitter at middle of row, Facebook middle of the row. You can listen to this on Spotify if you like that and you're not doing that yet. Um, along with iTunes and all the other things, you can find me at Zach Goldenberg, and you can find Ben at. The Grigsby Bear on Letterboxd and Twitter. Thanks for listening. Come back again and listen to another episode. And go see Alita Battle Angel. I feel like we're going to need to give it some boost at the domestic box office. I'll do my Hopefully part. This I'll just go makes see it a again. Bajillion dollars around the world. <laughs> um, I need my moon battle movie. Thanks for listening, guys. And remember, the best seats are in the middle of the road.